Okey, anda sedang menonton dan mendengar Berita Busters. I'm Zan Azli. And I'm Shah Ibn Okey, dan seperti biasa, Berita Busters adalah satu rancangan berita dan hal yang semasa di mana kami bincangkan isu-isu COVID-19 dan coronavirus di Malaysia, di rantau, Asia Tenggara dan juga mungkin di seluruh dunia. Mm. Dan uh, sorry for blocking your face. Uh, but... <laughs> okay, so we've discussed some pretty heavy issues in the past uh, couple of episodes. Uh-huh. We've talked about migrants, we've talked about fake news and we've also talked about Raya. Uh, dan yeah. sekarang kami akan membincangkan isu tentang Penjarakan sosial. Social distancing. Yang uh, okay. walaupun doesn't seem like it's a very important topic. Sebenarnya sangat penting ya. Oh, sangat penting. Sangat, 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 sangat penting. penting untuk kita menjalankan kehidupan kebiasaan normal. The, new normal. the new normal. Kebiasaan okay. baru. Kebiasaan baru. The... Kebiasaan. Dia aja sih kebiasaan normal. Yes. Alright. <laughs> Tapi uh, to start untuk memulakan uh, rancangan kita pada hari ini, we're going to talk about uh, pemakaian mask. Ramai orang di Malaysia dan seluruh dunia semua mula bercakap tentang isu memakai topeng. Hmm. Kan? Dan semua orang kalau kita tengok kat Malaysia, semua orang nak beli topeng. Harga topeng pun naik. Lepas tu kerajaan pun marah. Tak boleh naik. Tak boleh naik harga kan? dan sebagainya. Kan? Kita kena harga ah, kawalan. Jadikan harga kawalan dan sebagainya. So, uh, dan, tetapi sebenarnya. Tetapi sebenarnya kita mendapat berita, mendapat maklumat daripada kerajaan kita sendiri. Dan juga daripada WHO, World Health Organization. Hmm. Bahawa memakai topeng ini sebenarnya tidak bukan satu keperluan. Dan WHO juga tidak menggalakkan yang kita memakai topeng. Dia tidak um, ber, bercakap yang kita tak boleh, hmm. tapi dia tak menggalakkan juga. Because there's actually not enough data at the time, hmm. uh, masa mula PKP, to support uh, that uh, memakai topeng ni boleh mencegah COVID-19. Hmm, tak cukup maklumat lah. Yeah. Right. So, hmm. diorang pun tak kata, okay, perlu pakai. Tapi, diorang yeah. tak perlu. Tak, tak juga kata, jangan pakai. Hmm. Tetapi, baru-baru ini... WHO telah mengeluarkan kenyataan mengatakan bahawa sebenarnya okey kalau kamu nak pakai pakailah mereka menggalakkan orang ramai untuk memakai topi terutamanya uh, orang uh, tua yang lebih daripada 60-an dan juga orang yang uh, dah memang sakit uh, dan dikatakan orang ramai nak pakai pun boleh juga mending hmm. untuk kita lihat keadaan kalau anda yeah. dalam keadaan di mana ramai orang hmm. nak pakai tu okey juga hmm. kan uh, contohnya tak... kalau uh, awak bekerja di tempat yang memang ada banyak orang seperti di restoran hmm. uh, ataupun uh. di jabatan immigration ataupun di post office ataupun naik naik pengangkutan awam hmm, yeah. uh, so mungkin boleh pakai hmm. tapi dia kata tapi WHO tetap mengatakan bahawa uh, memakai topeng ini tidak boleh mencegah anda daripada mendapat COVID-19 100% ya yeah. memakai topeng sahaja tidak hmm. akan mencegah daripada COVID-19 100% uh, anda still perlu uh, mengamalkan penjarakan sosial anda still perlu membasuh tangan dengan sabun yes. menggunakan hand sanitizer dan sebagainya the most interesting part for me is selama waktu PKP ni setiap kali saya tengok press conference ataupun uh, kenyataan akhbar yang diberi oleh uh, oleh ketua pengarah kesihatan kita Dr. Nur Hisham dia tak pernah memakai topeng tu sekali pun dia atas podium. Dia atas podium. Lepas tu dia pakai toping bila dia nak balik rumah. Ha. Oh, boy. Dia balik rumah dia pakai toping. Ha. Kat rumah dia pakai toping. Tak pilih nak balik rumah. On the way nak balik rumah. So, just take note. I think it was a, it's an interesting uh, interesting news. Uh, it's also interesting to note that not a lot of people knew that this was WHO stand on uh, wearing the mask. Hmm. Banyak orang Malaysia, dia ikut uh, semua orang, dia cuma pakai je. Dia ha. ikut uh, berita yang dia baca dekat WhatsApp ke apa. 
Oh, kalau pakai topi boleh mencegah COVID-19 dia pakai je. Lepas tu dia mencegah orang yang tidak memakai ha, uh, topeng di supermarket, bila pergi berjogging. Ya, uh, and that's not right lah. So, uh, it also shows that uh, ni pengajaran ya, yang you kena juga uh, merujuk kepada uh, akhbar dan sources yang credible hmm. uh, to get the real uh, news, real facts. Yep. Dan kita tahu kerajaan Malaysia, kesihatan, uh, Kementerian Kesihatan Malaysia, mereka sentiasa... Uh, menggunakan uh, apa guidelines yang dikeluarkan oleh WHO. Yeah. Kita dengarkan, kita 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 dapatkan maklumat dan berita daripada uh, sumber-sumber yang sahih. Kita juga boleh mendapatkan maklumat daripada wartawan-wartawan yang tersohor. Seperti, Seperti yang di dalam <laughs> segmen yang seterusnya. Yes. Dan juga Zan Azli. Oh, yeah. saya pun wartawan tersohor. Yes. Come uh, so on. Kali ini, Come on. Uh, yeah. Saksikanlah siapa wartawan-wartawan kita. So hari ini kita akan bersama dengan uh, panelis-panelis wartawan tersohor daripada episod pertama. Yes. Oh, we've gone full circle. Kita ada Hadi Azmi daripada Benar News, kita ada Su Wenjun daripada Malay Mail dan kita ada Norman Go seorang wartawan bebas yang pernah kerja dengan kerajaan. Ah. Uh, <laughs> tak ada lagi. Okey, tema uh, episod kami pada minggu ini adalah tentang uh, penjarakan sosial. That we are obviously not applying because we live together. Kita so kita whatever. suami isteri, kita kami ni suami isteri kan. Dan bila kita dekat rumah ni mana ada social distancing? Kalau kena MCO 2 bulan kat rumah, kalau kena social distancing dengan isteri dengan suami susah. Okey ke? Ya? Be... Why? <laughs> anyway, To the rest of you single people out there who are practicing social distancing, today we're going to talk about uh, what is the real way to social distance and uh, how does it actually even work? Are Malaysians disciplined enough to even practice it? Because you know, we all very tidak apa one, right? And uh, yeah, so let's talk about our first story. Kalau kita tengok, daripada awal lagi, kerajaan dah memang suruh semua orang mengamalkan penjarakan sosial. Ini adalah kerana mereka mengatakan bahawa virus ini senang nak merebak kalau kita dekat-dekat dengan orang. Hmm. Kalau kita dekat, bersin, ah ha, dapat. Sebab the air particles uh, keluar and then it drops. Ha. So if you are very close to each other, then it will drop onto you lah. So the the reason kenapa kita ada MCO, kita ada PKP pun sebab kita tak nak orang berdekat dengan berhampiran dengan yeah. saling berhampiran lah. So bila kita bila kerajaan telah mendeklare the CMCO atau PKPB di mana orang boleh keluar, orang boleh mula keluar tapi kena mengamalkan penjarakan sosial. Dan SOP SOP lain. Ha. Correct me if I'm wrong, we all notice that semua jadi macam gila. Shopping mall tiba-tiba penuh orang. Macam tak ada, macam tak ada MCO kan, macam tak ada pandemic. Tak, hari hari kan cakap semua orang pergi shopping raya. Tak, semua pergi shopping raya masa uh, tu right before yeah, raya. We've also brought up in our episodes where semua orang nak pergi semayang kat masjid. Dan yeah. baru-baru ini, berita yang paling ni is is uh, terkini. Terkini Taman Tasik Titiwangsa dia orang dah buka untuk orang pergi bersenam dan sebagainya. 2 3 hari lepas dia orang kena tutup. Sebab orang dia ya. Yes, everybody started swarming the park. What are your thoughts? I think, I think, um, well, it's not Malaysians are like, you know, imagine you are, you are, you are being caged for one and suddenly they're causing everything they can do. But the thing is, it's funny, sometimes I don't know why you just want to follow people so close and then especially when you go to shopping malls, right? Why you want to stand so close behind me, right? Why you want to smell? I think it is weird. <clears throat> it's, it's so bad that when you want to go to parks and things like that, um, it's an open space. You know, places like parks like that, it is it is a good place for us to exercise and things like that, but people just don't follow. In a normal Malaysian society of a very tidak apa attitude, 
uh, what are your thoughts on whether or not people are adhering to this advice by our Prime Minister? I think before May 4th, uh, people were following, except at the markets. Somehow in the markets, it's a different dimension. Not sure why nobody cares at the markets especially. But at the malls, um, actually people are quite uh, law-abiding citizens. Um, but then also because they are scared, but mostly uh, what I notice is that they are not sure why they have to follow. And then um, they're just forced to do something. And also they said that if there's no fine, they wouldn't follow this as well. Some people also said that this is worse than May 13 curfew. May 13, you can still hang out with each other. <laughs> but this one, because kita akan kena denda seribu ringgit. So that's the only reason why <laughs> they're not doing social, they are, they are abiding by social, uh, social distancing. I tahu lah, apa dia boleh compare, dia boleh bezakan keadaan kita dengan May 13. I tak faham, ada orang yang bezakan kita, apa, pandemik sekarang ni, MCO, dengan zaman perang. Hmm. <laughs> like no no no, we are so different than war, so different than May 13. Kita tak ada tak ada shortage makanan, kita makanan masih ada. Orang so, tak tembak-tembak, tak ada looting, nah, tak ada yeah. apa. So I think we should not be, be be comparing it with like May 13 and war. Come on, Hadi, saya ada baca di Facebook kamu yang kamu kata keluar social distancing dengan isteri pun kena social distancing. Haha. <laughs> Betul tak? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I actually I went I went to uh, a cafe and then I was made to sit. You know, the table is a rectangular table and we were forced to sit at the opposite end of each other. And I was thinking that you know, like I I, I came here in the car with this lady. <laughs> I wake up in the same bed as her, but <laughs> suddenly for some reason when I come to the restaurant, I have to like you know like be so. Uh, sebab bila masuk restoran dua-dua ada 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 coronavirus. Yeah. <laughs> we 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 had an argument once. Kita pernah bergaduh. Uh, kita pergi beli groceries. This was when uh, it was first said that dua orang boleh pergi beli groceries. Kita tengah beratur untuk masuk ke supermarket and uh, I said uh, you kena berdiri at the line behind me and not at the same line. Lepas tu Zan marah sebab Zan cakap but we came in the same car and everything. And I said yes. Tapi semua orang lain that's around us Social are pressure. going to get angry because we're standing at the same line and I don't really want to fight with anybody in the grocery line. I just want to get my groceries and go home. For me, I think I, I what I've been doing so far is to just read the room and play along. <laughs> yeah. Because like... <laughs> you don't want to cause any problems. Place you, yeah, every place you go have a certain different interpretation. Like even, even in different different restaurants you go. So like this restaurant says or you can, you can uh, sit like four people in one table. And then next restaurant, same table size but only two people. So it's like, you know, okay. Uh, so I think to end this story, I nak beritahu semua orang bahawa rakyat Malaysia, the public, diorang boleh dapat guidelines untuk social distancing yang betul tanpa merasa risau, tanpa rasa paranoid kalau pergi ke uh, website Kementerian Kesihatan sebenarnya. Yeah. Kementerian Kesihatan ada satu dokumen tentang penjarakan sosial yang sangat sangat uh, detail. Saya juga jumpa uh, di website University of Nottingham Malaysia. Hmm. Mereka pun ada juga guidelines yang lebih kurang macam MOH, macam KKM yang tak 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 detail, tak complicated lah. Uh, untuk story kedua kita, who is asking us to wear mask? Who get get the pun, get the pun? Terer tak, terer tak? Oh, 
They're all like just cynically laughing at me. Pada awal pandemik ni, pada awal uh, PKP, pada awal bila-bila coronavirus ni mula, mula muncul, mereka telah menyatakan bahawa diorang tak push lah, diorang tak push untuk suruh orang pakai topeng. Alasan diorang beri, beri kenapa diorang tak suruh orang pakai topeng adalah kerana tak ada bukti yang menunjukkan memakai topeng itu boleh uh, mencegah daripada individu itu mendapat COVID-19. Minggu ini, WHO telah tukar pendirian mereka dan mengatakan bahawa eh, actually, kalau nak pakai topeng, pakailah. Elok juga. Wen Jun, you selalu pergi press conference kan? You selalu pergi press conference tengok yang menteri-menteri dengan DG Dr. Noh Hisham pernah pakai tak? I tak pernah tengok Dr. Noh Hisham pakai mask. Oh, yeah. Because um, I think from the beginning, uh, Dr. Noh Hisham made it clear that you don't have to wear according to WHO guidelines, right? So I thought that was quite a calming example. So we don't all panic because even for myself, I couldn't find uh, means to purchase face masks. The only face mask that I got was um, what my company provided for us. And then, um, yeah, it has even become something like if you don't wear masks, people are quite uh, taken aback. I was told off by people that I interviewed. They refused to talk to me. They said, um, you're not wearing your mask, so I won't speak to you. And uh. they actually told me off. Yeah. And then now with this change of um, this change of note whereby you can you wear when you're in crowded places. Uh, I feel that it's not going to change much because we still haven't found proof that wearing masks actually keeps us safe. And then some people also had a theory that if you really want to be safe, that's why the healthcare uh, officers they wear face shield. Mm. And face shield is the one that actually protects you much, much more than face mask. Tapi semua orang keluar nanti muka macam Robocop lah. I personally think, um, you know, places like uh, China, Japan, South Korea, I've been to all these three places. It is so common that people are wearing masks everywhere. You know, they have learned from the lessons during SARS and all that. And uh, South Korea had MERS-CoV as well. And you can see everyone just wear a mask. And, oh, I have some example. This is one mask that I have. There's one. This is, this is the tree ply. And this is the cloth type. Wow. So, three, this this three, three 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 Are you starting this, a small business? <laughs> I know some of my friends did, but uh, they're selling, uh, they're putting it on Instagram, selling a box for like 60, 70 ringgit each. But I think generally, um, most of the East Asian countries, we look at China, Japan, and South Korea, they were among the few countries that have been big hit, gonna uh, hit by, by SARS uh, back then. It was really, really bad. So that time they already started using masks not just for um for personal protection i think in beijing people wear it because uh smog was really bad jakarta we used to see it smog was really bad it's, it's not just for protection sometimes it is also very important uh that the uh the guidelines given by who is like is like what you have mentioned earlier to protect the vulnerable groups the younger people uh, especially the uh, the infants, the toddlers. Of course, takkan lah you expect the kids to wear, the, the little babies to wear mask and play at that size. Um, but elderly, uh, we've seen the data has also shown that elderly people are more susceptible. Oh, another data from that, right? Those who are smoking, 
also will have a higher risk of uh, of getting COVID nineteen. Yeah, I mean I don't know if you all remember because COVID nineteen seems to have gone on forever. But once upon a time, a long long time ago, as my five year old likes to say, we used to wear masks every year for Jerubu. So it's like part of our culture also, Norman. Yeah, when COVID it was a yearly event. Bila COVID sembilan belas ni mula, anak anak kita dia terus dia buka laci dah ada masa sebab tiada tahun pergi sekolah pakai mask bila waktu Jerubu. <laughs> Tapi kalau kita nak tahu sebenarnya cara-cara uh, untuk memakai mask bila waktu yang paling elok untuk pakai pakai topeng dan sebagainya kita boleh cari. Yeah. Uh, New Straits Times ada satu artikel yang menunjukkan bila-bila waktu yang paling paling elok untuk kita pakai topeng dan bila kita tak perlu pakai topeng. WHO juga kalau kita pergi website dia orang, dia orang ada bagi uh, what was interesting is dia orang bagi cara-cara untuk buat mask sendiri. So apart <coughs> from the mask thing, uh, banyak orang juga um, banyak orang Malaysia lah anyway, rakyat Malaysia Berpendapat yang uh, memakai glove ke supermarket Akan um, dapat mencegah daripada mendapat COVID-19 uh, Then later on, it was uh, discussed that uh, Sebenarnya bila memakai glove uh, You can actually spread COVID-19 Sebab you pakai glove tu Lepas tu you pergi pegang ni, pegang ni, pegang ni, pegang ni Pergi tempat ni, pegang yang tu, yang tu, yang tu Lepas tu balik rumah, you campak je campak glove, glove tu Bukan you basuh pun sebenarnya So tangan you bersih Mm. Tapi glove tu tak bersih. Yeah, and so you're actually spreading COVID-19 rather than mencegah. Banyak orang-orang yang sebenarnya bijak pandai, universiti semua, ada PhD semua, uh, still fall to this kind of... Uh, Dia percaya juga. This kind of uh, myths, which I is, suppose. Which is our third story. Yeah, which is our third story. Like, I I think it's it's because of the newness of the virus. It's called novel coronavirus because it's new, right? So people are not sure how to handle it because like flu okay you know how to go about tiba-tiba you have this new virus yang came from bats and pangolins and shit and then china sampai tutup betul the whole world shut down lepas tu tiba-tiba you dengar government kata oh berbasuh tangan dengan sabun so macam what you check and then yang dekat-dekat dengan normal bila pergi mall macam jauh-jauh patut basuh tangan macam like eh this virus is really scary but the only way to prevent it is that so macam dia lepak-lepak rumah PKP lama kan dia fikir-fikir-fikir betul dia kata macam eh kalau basuh tangan bagus basuh benda yang kita sentuh lagi bagus i feel that a lot of this is got to do with some people they believe what they want to believe so no matter it's selective uh It's a selective process, so no matter how much you tell them, if they don't believe that it's right, they're not gonna they're not gonna follow. It's nothing to do with bodoke pandaike. It's just choice, you know. And especially, I think in other countries whereby people are very strong with uh, opinions, they tend to do even more drastic stuff. And it's it's no one that is persuading them to do it. They just believe what they want to believe and. I think to a certain extent that's why some countries they have placed strict laws uh, probably just to prevent people from doing silly stuff and also censorship also it's bad but to a certain extent it has helped some countries um, keep their people safe. Uh, okay, uh, seorang, seorang wartawan BBC uh, yang uh, bernama David Robson dia adalah wartawan dia his beat dia cover futurist lah dia ni seorang futurist dia cover topik-topik uh, tentang all this uh, future stuff lah Is he a wartawan tersohor juga? Dia wartawan tersohor macam kita jugalah okay. That's important Of course Dia menyatakan bahawa orang senang percaya sebab number one apa yang kita semua setuju adalah a vacuum of information Okay, satu tak cukup maklumat So orang mula buat assumption lah 
Dan juga menariknya adalah information overload bila terlalu banyak maklumat. Bila terlalu banyak, dia tak boleh nak proses dia jadi bodoh. Wah, you know then they believe almost everything. Kan? Yeah. Dia orang rasa bila bila terlalu banyak maklumat, dia orang tak nak confirmkan maklumat untuk sendiri, untuk diri sendiri. Itu yang kalau kat WhatsApp ke social media dia orang senang nak nak share. Sebab dia orang mengharapkan sebenarnya orang lain akan bagi tahu eh ni salah lah, eh ni betul lah. Sebab dia orang sendiri tak nak ambil tanggungjawab. Tak dia mengharapkan yang semua orang cakap betul. Because Actually, someone share it to me, it must be true. Yeah. Because the person who shared it to me is obviously going to be a friend or someone an associate, someone I know. Sebenarnya it's it's also very much macam hurt mentality lah. Hmm. Bila seorang cakap macam tu semua yeah, sheep and hurt mentality ya. Yeah. Bila bila seorang buat semua nak ikut. And macam mana nak nak pergi I mean, this is one of the reasons kenapa kita yeah. ada rancangan Berita Busters ni pun. Sebab kita nak memberitahu orang ramai bahawa jangan percaya semua benda kat luar tu. Yeah. Tetapi, apa yang kita boleh buat untuk convincekan orang lain kat sana yang supaya mereka percaya kita? Dan bukan <laughs> Berita Palsu. Dan bukan Berita Palsu lain, kan? Um, digital literacy is something is something difficult to, to you know, for people to learn, I guess. Especially if you're, you grew up in generation where There's no digital things, so I think we need to go back to kita jaga kita lah. Kita, you know, like you're the youngest one in the family. You know the internet well. You know how to check all this information. You use the power of, uh, you know, being trusted by by your peers to be the voice of uh, spreading all this, all this, uh, the true facts to to combat all this bad information. Firstly, I think we still need more more people talking about it. There's, uh, in Malaysia, I think there's still lack of information. Um, why, why I'm saying that is because uh, no point comparing to other countries. We still have problem looking for information, even for ourselves as well. But um, well, as a journalist, then we just try to channel everyone to the correct news channels. And then um, we try to encourage people to read more and not just headlines because a lot of people like to read headlines. Baik, thank you Wanjun for that. Uh, I think at the end of the day, kita boleh rasa kalau kita nak membantu orang untuk tidak percaya kepada berita palsu, kita yang rasa kita ni bertanggungjawab untuk mengajar orang atau menyungkolahkan orang, right? To school people. The best way is to be patient. Be yeah, patient. Be patient. Okay, don't scold your uncles and aunties yeah. and mothers and fathers. Don't leave the WhatsApp group. Right? <laughs> I don't leave the WhatsApp group. Kita kena bersabar dan kita kena beri maklumat ini dengan tenang dan uh, jangan complicated sangatlah. Kan? The as simple as possible. Yeah. yeah. The important thing to remember I think is that semua orang sekarang still berasa dan ber, berada dalam keadaan yang sangat menakutkan. And I think when you're older, the mortality of it is even uh, higher and therefore scarier. So orang yang tua-tua ni, uh, they are more susceptible to the virus. Dia orang pun tahu mereka uh, berisiko. Uh, mereka uh, ada perasaan yang yang takut lah. Sebab, you know, they want to live a long time. You know, we just had a baby. Obviously, they want to see him grow up. You know, siapa yang nak mati kan sebenarnya. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, definitely be patient. And definitely, I guess it's a long game. Uh, we've been talking about the new normal, kebiasaan baru tentang memakai mask uh, mana-mana yang kita pergi. Uh, saya rasa yang um, mencegah berita palsu juga akan menjadi sebuah kebiasaan baru juga. Uh, untuk kita semua, bukan saja wartawan-wartawan tersohor yang ada di Berita Busters, tapi rakyat Malaysia in general yang, you know, are bertanggungjawab lah dan responsible.
Terima kasih kepada uh, Hadi Azmi, kepada Norman Goh, kepada Su Wenjun. Sekali uh, lagi. Sekali lagi. Thank you so much for being with us and sharing your experience and your knowledge. Yeah. Terima kasih Suwon Jun, Norman Goh dan juga Hadi Azmi. Kami sangat gembira lah. Yes. We always have a good time when we talk to Sanggup, these people. Uh, yes. Pulang ke Berita Busters untuk episode ini. Uh, okay. Seterusnya kita akan bermain Benata uh, Palsu. Oh my god. Ya, Benata Palsu. Ya, fine. Tip pada minggu ini adalah What's the tip of the week? Jangan ikut perasaan sangat. Okay. If a piece of news basically invokes too much emotion. Like if it makes you angry, if it makes you sad, if it makes you scared, uh, kemungkinan besar berita itu adalah palsu. Sebagai seorang wartawan sendiri kan, kita belajar bila... Yang tersohor. Yes, of course. Uh, kita belajar bila kita nak menceritakan sesuatu kepada orang ramai, kita perlu uh, ada elemen-elemen tertentu untuk menarik perhatian mereka. Dan salah satu uh, salah satu uh, elemen yang kita gunakan adalah untuk menarik emosi mereka. Kan? Kalau kita buat mereka rasa gembira, hmm. mereka lebih cenderung untuk baca artikel kita. Hmm. Kalau kita buat mereka rasa marah, mereka lebih cenderung untuk baca artikel hmm. kita. Kan? Itu memang taktik-taktik wartawan sebenarnya. Hmm. Untuk membuat uh, artikel kita atau hmm. story kita lebih menarik daripada orang ramai. Hmm. Tetapi apabila berita palsu orang-orang yang cuba menyebarkan berita palsu ini, mereka juga menggunakan taktik-taktik yang sama untuk mengelirukan orang ramai. So macam mana nak bezakan? Memang susah. I'm not going to say it's easy, tetapi kita kena fikir sedikit. Adakah yang memberi emosi yang terlampau, terlampau atau over? Ha, over. Ha, macam buat orang rasa takut, gila-gila punya takut. Hmm. Atau buat orang rasa marah, gila-gila punya marah. Yeah. Ha, that is already berita palsu. Itu yang dikatakan sensationalism. Hmm. Dan wartawan-wartawan yang menggunakan taktik ini juga sebenarnya etikalnya tak betul. Tak tersohor. Ha, tak tersohor lah kalau hmm. dia guna. Sebenarnya kita kena be more accurate daripada hmm. sensationalize. Hmm. Kan? That's what they call yellow journalism. Eh? Tapi ini teman-teman journalism yeah. lah. But anyway, there ni, should ya. be more facts, right? Yes. Kesi kandungannya perlu uh, yes. penuh dengan fakta hmm. uh, lebih daripada uh, emosi. Uh, emosi. Lebih daripada uh, language that's used to invoke your emotion. So, uh. artikel tu perlu ada banyak-banyak fakta. Sikit je yang sort of memberikan uh, emosi. If you feel that satu satu artikel tu bila kamu baca dan kamu rasa macam terlebih takut hmm. atau terlebih marah, oh, that is a sign. Itu uh. kita dah flag lah tu. Red, itu red signal. Apa okay. perkataan-perkataan yang digunakan so, uh, contohnya? Apa, uh, you know, like they use a lot of exclamation marks. Perkataan yang digunakan ada uh, cara yang... Tanda di, seruan, uh, seruan tanda banyak. Seruan banyak uh, cara yang disampaikan ada banyak perkataan yang di-highlight, bold. Hmm. Uh, kemungkinan besar itu adalah yep. uh, palsu lah. Hmm. Sebab there is also like a way to write the article and the way that it's supposed to come out, right? Yep. Yeah. But check, the main thing is check yourself. Yeah. Kalau kamu rasa... Eh, Takut ni, ha, bila baca, turun ni. Ha, then take a step back. Hmm. Mungkin benar, mungkin tidak. So you just take a step back, kaji semula. Hmm. Ha, anda boleh menonton dan mendengar Berita Busters uh, di semua platform Fatbidin dan juga di disinfect.com. Hmm. Right? Uh, dan uh, kami dibawa kepada anda oleh uh, Rights Foundation. Dan, so, uh, saya Syahir Musawan. Dan saya Zan Azli. Hmm.